Joining us this morning is Steve Waters. Steve is a Catholic entrepreneur, co-founder, and CEO of Backwoods Brewing in Carson, Washington. Steve, how did you come into brewing and working in the food service industry? My family started a grocery store in Carson, Washington, down the Columbia River Gorge. It's uh, the Carson and the neighboring town of Stevenson are is our hometown. Uh, my my dad uh, grew up there. Gosh, he's probably lived there for uh, sixty years now. I think wow. they moved there when he was really little. So we started a grocery store in Carson, uh, but it, and it was in the footprint of an old grocery store. It was the Carson IGA. It had laid dormant for a while, and when they restarted the grocery store that we have now, Carson General Store, it is in half of the old IGA footprint, and opened it up half a building, and then the other half we were still leasing, and so we thought to ourselves, what do we do with this? So we started the the brewery in the in the other half of the the grocery store building at the time. You know, we were just planning on doing a very small brewery and just selling some pizzas out of the kitchen very small time. We didn't expect it to do much and it just kind of grew and grew and grew from there. Out in Stevenson, a very special parish, Our Lady Star of the Sea. Your family is is very active in that parish. Tell us about the parish because it really is a special place. It is, yeah, especially to my family. My grandpa was a big piece of the fundraising project that got the new church built. It's closer to the river. And so it's it, that has always just a, been a fun historical piece for us to know that, you know, I think he, if I remember right, my oldest brother would know this way better than I do. He's like the family historian, but I believe my grandfather logged the property that I grew up on in order to raise money for the church. I think he logged it and donated all the money to the church and he was just a piece of it. There were other people who gave a lot of money as well, but you know, there were, there was a groundswell of people in the Stevenson Carson community who wanted to see the new church built. And that was really, that was really cool. When I grew up, I was in the old church for a couple of my memorable years. And then, and then the rest of my life was, was in the new church. One of the things I noticed right off the bat when I visit is this just sense of hospitality. You almost feel like you're visiting friends and hanging out. How do you create that culture of hospitality? It is a family business. I think people really, you know, especially when I say people, it's mostly our employees who really relate to that. I think they see that we're a family who cares. I think our Catholic backbone is a big piece of that. When we care about them, they can easily care about our guests and the people who walk in the door. And then, you know, hospitality has just always been such a big deal for us in general. Like it's just kind of in who we are. Um, And I have to assume that honestly, our Catholic upbringing has something to do with that too, where, you know, hospitality is such a big piece of, you know, coming to a table and, and, uh, you know, a, a big piece of our history for sure. We're visiting with Steve Waters. Steve is Catholic entrepreneur, co-founder, and CEO of Backwoods Brewing in Carson, Washington. In addition to the element of hospitality, how does your Catholic faith influence your work? There was a year, probably five or six years, maybe six or seven years ago, it was just a really challenging time for Backwoods. You know, you hear everybody tell you, all the time that, you know, starting a small business and starting a growing business is just going to be easy and awesome all the time. Um, and that's a joke cause it's really not to be completely honest. I had broken down into tears in front of my mom and dad in my office. And because I was like, I just don't know how we're going to pull out of this one. You know, dad didn't, he, I don't think he was crying, but he looked at me very real seriously. And he was like, 
you know, there's going to be a day that you walk out of the church and you look back and you think to yourself, that's the only reason I'm doing any of this, you know, like all these things that you get caught up with and, um, you feel like you care about in the moment. And, you know, like I said, this was seven years ago and we're still standing, you know, so it was a hard moment and I, you know, I don't want to discount that, but, uh, but in the end you do, the faith gives you so much perspective about what is actually important, you know, and, and when you're making decisions as a, as a business owner, you know, like there are a lot of opportunities to take the not so narrow path, you know, and, yeah. and do some things that you wouldn't necessarily be proud of when you do look at it as this is my, this is my only reason for actually doing what I do. It gives you that grounding to, to be a good, good person, even during the hard times and, and times where it would be a lot easier to not be such a good person. It sounds like family also just significant from your folks to your children. Yeah. I always joke around with people that I never thought in my career as an adult, I would say so many times, gee, thanks mom. You know, I can't. <laughs> and we, we work together a lot. My, my mom and my dad, it's hard to describe how we operate. You know, like we're kind of me and my, my mom, my dad, and my brother, uh, Tom, uh, who's our chief of operations, we're, we kind of function as the board of the company. And also we're just operators as well. You know, we do as many jobs as is necessary, kind of while trying to empower other leaders to do stuff too. We're all trying to make the company function, not necessarily with our, our direct impact all the time. Uh, that's harder sometimes than others. It's been a really great experience to work with my family uh, as an adult and see, you know, you get kind of the perspective of how much humanity we all have, even when they're your parents and stuff like that. You know, like we've all gotten to the point where we've gotten overworked and I'm like, mom, you need to go take a break. Or she's like, Steve, you need to go take a break or, you know, stuff like that, that most adults don't get to experience, you know, extra time with, with their parents and, and their brother and things like that. Um, and then, yes, I do have, four kids. Um, and my wife does our, our media. Um, she does all of our, you know, ads and, and social media and stuff like that. And she's done a lot of our press releases and our emails. And so it's a, it's very much a family affair. And I would love to say that it's only great all the time, but of course it has its hiccups, but, uh, but it's fun. We're visiting with Steve Waters. Steve is Catholic entrepreneur, co-founder and CEO of Backwoods Brewing in Carson, Washington. Not just Carson, Washington, you're growing by leaps and bounds. You've expanded out to Hillsboro now, in addition to the wonderful place you have in the Pearl District. Yeah, yeah. We had plans for expansion even after we opened Portland. Portland's been open for five years, five and a half years now. Um, and we knew after we opened that, and it did really well, we, had, we have a really great, uh, he was the GM of the Portland Pub for five years, and now he's our regional GM of, of both Portland and Hillsboro. Um, so he's settling into that role, but we knew that he had the ability to create a team, grow a team and, you know, basically fire himself from his own job and move on to the next, the next <laughs> big adventure. Um, and so we had that plan, uh, before the pandemic hit and as soon as the pandemic hit it, it slowed things down significantly. But now that we feel like we're relatively out of it, we had a, we had the opportunity crop up in Hillsboro at the beginning of this year. At first, honestly, we told them like, no, we're, we're too busy right now. We opened the, the backwoods cabins this year as right. well. And we we're like, no, we can't do a pub on top of this. And, uh, he was like, well, the developer was just like, well, just come check out the property. Like you're going to fall. It's an old U S bank building. It's got a bank vault and the, the deposit boxes are still intact. And we built a rooftop bar on top of it. And I was like, 
I don't know, man. And, and sure enough, I walked through it and I was like, we, we have to do this. <laughs> it is a really cool space. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's beautiful. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. It's the first one that we've gotten to just control how it looks from, you know, it was, it was down to the studs when we walked in. Um, and so now that it's all built out, I'm like, man, this is really nice. And this, you know, really nice is kind of incongruous with what Backwoods has been over the past 11 and a half years, you know, we've, and we now are making some, some changes to our other pubs to reflect kind of what we, what our vision was with the Hillsborough pub to be like, this is what they should all look like, you know, and in, in some really small design tweaks that people probably won't notice, but we notice. We'll find out more about those changes and what the future holds for Backwoods Brewing when our conversation with co-founder and CEO Steve Waters continues on Monterey Radio. We're continuing our conversation with Steve Waters, Catholic entrepreneur, co-founder, and CEO of Backwoods Brewing in Carson, Washington. And Steve, you recently expanded into the lodging business, opening some cabins out in the gorge. How's that new venture going? It's good. We announced that it was open at the end of August. We immediately got a ton of bookings uh, over the next couple of months. And the gorge is, as you know, is very slow in the wintertime. So uh, when it slowed down after that, it slowed down pretty hard. And it's, you know, the first first year of, a, of new lodging is, you know, we're trying to find our find out how to appear on the internet and stuff like that, too. So I think we have some things to learn there. But, uh, you know, Christmas has been a really busy booking time for us. And I mean, as far as a project, it was super hard work wise. It was one of the more taxing things that we've done. And it was the whole family, our two maintenance guys, all of us were, were there all the time for about three months. And then at the end we had, you know, like anybody who we could throw at that project and, it, and getting it open by the end of August was, was challenging, but, but we were able to do it. In this era of recently, a lot of well-established brewers have gone under here in the Portland area. What's made the difference for you guys? The pandemic was, in a lopsided way, very good to us. Um, You know, I think being out in Carson was really a special thing. We had a lot of people who had their, you know, outdoor family reunions in our parking lot when we weren't allowed to be open inside. You know, we didn't feel like we could police that or anything like that. You know, the, the health department made us crack down on, on anything that was happening inside. And in Washington, it was actually the liquor control board that was coming in and enforcing that weirdly. Oh. But as soon as they walked out of the, out of the gate, we were like, well, we have no real control over these people. And uh, also we really love that they're getting and getting out and being around each other, you know, like figuring out creative ways to, to still be together. So we ended up, even during the shutdown phase, we were very busy at our pub. Huh. We were, you know, in, in our brewery, we were, we were pivoting to package product. A lot of breweries did that package product ended up getting really saturated. And then in the Portland pub, we tried takeout for a while. Portland was not doing much at all. And I mean, the city of Portland, like people just weren't out on the streets. So we did end up having to shut down the Portland pub for between the different shutdowns. It was a total of like six months, but we brought some key employees from Portland out to Carson, which was kind of cool because they got to experience, uh, you know, even the the headquarters backwoods world and stuff like that. And then it it took the Portland employees, it gave them this new perspective that as soon as they were able to to be in their pub and let it operate, they wanted to just have it be as normal as possible. They wanted normal hours. They didn't change what days we were open. They had a, a desire to make it 
an experience that was consistent for people in a time that was so inconsistent that won us huge points in Portland. I feel like we were busier in Portland than we were before the pandemic. And I think a lot of that is because the neighborhood fell in love with us and our ability to adapt and evolve. So things like that gave us that backbone out of the pandemic that I think a lot of breweries for other reasons, a lot of the time that they can't control based on their location or whatever, they weren't lucky enough. And I use the word lucky and not blessed intentionally because it really, in some ways it is just luck. They weren't lucky enough to have that advantage. Um, and so I, I feel for, for those people for sure. We're visiting with Steve Waters. Steve is Catholic entrepreneur, co-founder and CEO of Backwoods Brewing. You mentioned the word consistency, and I know in restaurants and, and brewing, consistency is a big issue because it can be terrific one day, terrible the next. How do you ensure that it is a consistent delivery day in, day out? I have really good people who ensure that. Our brew team is very methodical about what they do with the beer. They're very careful. They bring iffy situations to me sometimes. And I toss it right back at him. I'm like, I love beer, but you are the brewer. And, you know, you are the guy who has to who has to allow people to drink this at the end of the day. And nine out of 10 times, they'll be like, nope, um, you know, we're, we're tossing this batch or we're doing, you know, and it doesn't happen very often, but, uh, you know, that's that's a good thing for sure. And then our, our GMs at our pubs, they're equally dedicated to quality. Their ability to take on ownership in what they do it's surprising to me. I guess it shouldn't be after 11 and a half years, but it's cool to see that they feel as much pride in what they're doing as what we do, you know, sometimes even more. One of the things you can be proud of is your Rip City Remix IPA. You've gotten involved with the new Portland Trailblazers development team. Mm -hmm. So how did that come about? And how did you decide to release this beer in conjunction with that? You know, like I said, we attract community, you know, like you were mentioning the hospitality piece of it. And so we always try to figure out ways to get more involved in what's going on in, in the towns that we're in. And Portland, we had been talking to the trailblazers. There was one of their executives there introduced herself to me for the first time. She said, hi, I've lived here for three months and I've been to your pub 16 times. So we just had this running relationship with the blazers and when they talked to us about the development league team, the G League, uh, Rip City Remix, our, my first reaction to them was like, where are you playing the games? And they were like, uh, they're going to be at the University of Portland at the Child Center. I was like, do you know that I'm a UP alum? And they were like, no, that's perfect. And so that kind of kicked off the conversation. I know that they would have found a beer partner in the end. I wonder if that beer partner would have brewed a beer for them. You know, some sometimes it's nice to partner with the smaller breweries because we have the, you know, we brought out their entire team, not the not the actual players, but the their staff to help us brew the beer. They tossed in hops. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, it was a really great experience. And then to release it at my alma mater and, you know, we ended up doing a chalk talk up there, which Lilia Grundy at UP organized. And, and so it was just fun, you know, and now I've been to, I've actually gotten the chance to be on campus so much more since we released this you know people are excited to see you know they feel like it's alumni coming in and and showing off the cool things that we sure. do after graduated steve waters is our guest he is the co-founder and ceo of backwoods brewing and a, a very talented catholic entrepreneur and i have to ask you looking toward the future what do you envision down the road for backwoods brewing 
there's definitely a theological concept of enough. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't want, Amen. I don't want to grow for the sake of growing. Um, I want everything that we do to be smart. I, and I do want to find out where the point of enough is a lot. A lot of our growth over the, the past years has been related to scale and just making sure uh-huh. that we're selling enough beer. You know, it's a big, it's a very capital intensive business that you, that you dive into when you do this. So opening pubs has made a lot of sense to be able to just get more of our beer out and and be in new communities so that the beer that we distribute and stuff like that is recognizable to people who are buying, you know, at the grocery store. I think that our growth has been very strategic and not just growing for growing sake. We will probably open at least one more pub. I wouldn't it's not going to be in this coming year because we did too much in in 2023. Where to go from there? I think the cabins project kicked off what's eventually going to be a brewery resort project where uh-huh. the the pub and brewery will eventually move onto that property and there will be some on-site entertainment you know disc golf and small things not not crazy just some fun amenities for people who really want the full backwoods experience all things will come in their season you know we don't have to push anymore we can relax for a little bit and build our reserves back up and get ready for the next adventure well steve this has been fantastic Thank you for your time and being so generous with that. But thank you for leading with your faith in business in this area is kind of difficult to do. So thank you for that. Yeah, I will. I will make one last plug. And that is to everybody listening, pray the rosary. I mean, no matter what pub it is, I'm commuting at least a half hour a day. And uh, I love to listen to podcasts and things like that and the radio. But I make sure that I pray the rosary each way whenever I go. I end up praying the rosary two or three times a day on my work days and what it does for me, I don't know what kind of rosary prayer anybody listening to this is, but I'm one of the ones who lets my mind wander. When you're saying the Hail Marys, your mind can just go in a bunch of different places. And the things that bubble up are, you know, whether it's because your head's clear or because the Holy Spirit's doing some work there, it doesn't matter to me what it is. Uh, it's been hugely beneficial to me. I think I think I started that about five years ago and these past five years have been a lot more peaceful. I do feel like it's aligned me better to better decisions. Wow. Thank you. Two or three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm becoming one of those people. It's fine. (laughs) Keep on. Keep on. Oh, thanks, Steve. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Pat. That is Steve Waters. He is the co-founder and CEO of Backwoods Brewing, and it has been a true delight to have you with us today, Steve. Thanks. Thank you.